everyone. How are you doing? All good, Joe? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's Saturday morning. No, it's not. It's Saturday it's afternoon now. Saturday afternoon, yeah. And here we go. Yes. Ready to rock and roll again. Hey. Have you got anybody you want to say hello to? Get our shout-outs out of the way. Um, to be honest, I haven't really looked at Facebook for the last week. So, <laughs> at least you haven't. I've been yet. too busy doing shit, yeah. So, I haven't even looked at it. I've got to so. say hello to Dan, Adam and Dan. Sup, boys. Also, Mike on Twitter. You goddamn legend. Ellie and Gemma, both selector girls. Both Proper bowl. Proper bowl. Kez, do you remember that? Kez, proper fucked off. But was it a falcon? Ah, oh, Kez. <laughs> yeah. Don't say fuck a bugger. Uh, Lieutenant Sparrow, uh, progress is being made, mate. We um, The T-shirt is on its way. We had to have it made by ants. That's why it's taken so long. Those those rogue ants, we've got them under control now, and they're making the T-shirt for you slowly. Yeah, an army of droid robotic ants that yeah. make our T-shirts for us. Yeah, that's 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 what we've been spending the time on. Just the the uh, the technology for rogue ants to build make T-shirts. For it's us. a complicated process. Yeah, consider us like sort of you know Elon Musk, SpaceX of of the podcasting world when it comes to making T-shirts. Fabrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fabrics. Yeah. It's the most expensive T-shirt in the world. The technology's gone to it. It's been hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds. But the more we make, the greater demand will become, and yeah. we'll bring the price down. Yeah, and in technically, once we keep building them, it's, it, it basically it's free stuff. Free stuff? Everyone loves free stuff. Talking of free stuff. Hey, stickers! That was, stickers that was a good here. link there, wasn't it? Was, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we've got all... What all four different types now? Or is it five? Uh, I can't well, remember. Four, four, four different types. That five, including new. the original. Yeah, yeah, man. We're looking cool, aren't they, on the table? To yeah, be man. fair. So if you want some of them, you know what to do. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, Sparrow was saying to me. I can't remember mentioning last weekend. He said, "What is the chances of happening first? Madeline McCann turning up on me getting a robots for eyes T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think Madeline McCann, mate. To be honest, I said Madeline McCann in and wear robots for eyes T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Your robots for eyes yeah. T-shirt. We'll get it. Paul Sparrow on the top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sparrow <laughs> did embroidered it. in. Yeah. What? <laughs> Sparrow did it. Yeah. How's this possible? <laughs> Frame him. <laughs> like you knew about the podcast when you killed Madeline McCann years ago <laughs> yeah. before we even knew about it. Yeah, it's a time traveller as well. You say some next level weirdness going yeah, man. <laughs> Andy Codron from the Mighty Your Week in Stupid podcast. Great show. Go and check that out. He's got a YouTube gaming channel. And uh, I was having a look at that. Do you ever watch gaming channels? No, no, I literally do not look at anything on the internet anymore. The past, <laughs> I've just suddenly... There's one kind of all gone. the internet. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, amputee porn. Yeah, bestiality. <laughs> bestiality. It's definitely one thing. <laughs> so if you're a gamer, go check him out. Um, his uh, gamer tag is Jim Casanova. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's really good, man. I I enjoy watching ga- uh, like I I don't really watch a lot of gaming channels, but when I I have done in I don't know a little bit in the last six months, you just sort of pass and go on them, and I realise why I can't really play computer games that much because they're so engrossing. You you're gonna get lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're mass. They're, they're amazing. I'm sort of out of the loop on it. I'm just I'd get a habit and that would be it. There'd be no podcast. Yeah, yeah. There'd be no nothing. Just playing computers all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, go check him out. Um, you never know. He might even show you show you his nipples again. You can find him on I believe he's on Twitter as well. Yeah, he's at um Jim Cas- Casanova six 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 six. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Go check out his um his shiznies. I, I want to see some teabagging as well. You always see like on um like gamer clips where people are playing Call of Duty and there's some bloke lying down sniping some geezer from a distance and the enemy will come behind him and they just start teabagging him, don't they? Sitting I, on his head I and saw, stuff and he's completely unaware. I saw one, this was a fair few years ago, God knows what game it was because they're parachuting in and this geezer was on the roof 
Right, and there's about five or six of them there, and he was standing up by a wall with his gun, and they were ducking underneath him, and they were pretending to give him a blowjob, so they're going up and down. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's right? what I mean. And there was like two or three of them around him. He turned round, right, the geezer did, and didn't see any of them, and turned back around, and just kept, and obviously they were taking the pit. I've got to find it, and we have to put it on the uh, thing, because it, it was funny yeah, from put what it I on remember. the page. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, thanks for downloads, guys. We had yeah, man. It's, going, it's just getting more I and more, I don't understand it? it, yeah. I really don't understand it, but kind of like, you, well, you just shock us, I suppose, every week. Yeah. This week I was texting you, I was going, well, I don't understand what's going on, but whatever, man. The revolution's coming. Keep up the good work. Oh, and Alex, where's the Reaper challenge? When, when's that going down? Yeah. We need to see that on the um, on the VR roller coaster. Oh, I feel like I need to do a, a really hot Reaper chili or something as well. I think what the best thing to do would be potentially watch how uh, Captain Lovell uh, well, yeah, put fares up to this one before you commit to doing to be anything. Fair, to be fair, he said he was doing it first, so... Yeah. Don't put yourself in on that. Don't make him... <laughs> well, that's basically it. It's happened yeah, now, yeah. isn't it? You're going to have to do it. Yeah. I reckon it's going to be awful. Do you reckon? Yeah. I, I don't think... It's, it's like pepper spraying yourself internally. <laughs> it's just, it's awful. Have you not seen any of the clips of people doing that? No, not really. Let alone being on a fucking VR roller coaster. <laughs> as well, just for brilliant days. Uh, just stick that on as well. Why not? Absolutely. Uh, c- crack cushions, Grestichi, go check them out. Get yourself a fucking cushion, you dirty bastards. Yeah, just oh. buy them. I'm sitting on buy one now. It's, uh, it's comforting my rectum. Yeah, I was going to die. I, I don't know where I was going to go with that. I said it's comforting my ass. So I was like, hmm. But it is. It's very comfortable underneath my derriere. And he's sitting on his own face, which is like probably something that he'd love to do. Yeah, I am actually. I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting on my face and your face. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's a bit kinky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carousel Sniper, the Sniper Boys. Brilliant show. Great topics. Great banter. Top dudes. Did you see... I, li- I listened to the one, um, that Australian murder one. Um, I know that they do a few. The one recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the, the um, lady and the, her yep. son, Dan. Is yeah. it who... Um, the brutal murder and the raping and going on, and he chopped his own knob off and all that. I was like, fuck. It's grim, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's wicked. People are next level mad everywhere. Yeah. We're talking about this the other day. Yeah, that, that is next level mad. Yeah. It is. I mean, you can't... You he was saying to the police, wasn't he, as well, um, that, uh, you know, I, I thought you caught the person who's, uh, you know, because he's got a camera yeah, thing, yeah. And, the, and the police officer said, that hasn't even come out yet, mate. Yeah. So... We didn't burn him. Yeah, yeah. We didn't burn him. That's exactly what's going yeah. on. We did a bad he, I think he just, by that point, he, to be honest, I think I'd want to give up on life if I chopped my own knob off. Well, you, you have given up on life if you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you see Jack Scope as well? It was a telescope that he bought. No, I haven't seen it, no. I think, he was either, I think he's either got an 8-inch or a 10-inch. I, <laughs> I can't remember. But that, What's the size of yours? Mine. Mine's a 10-inch, yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I couldn't quite go the uh, the 12-inch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too big. Yeah, it's just too big. You can't. It's too big. It was too heavy, and it was just difficult to move around. <laughs> I could. Uh, it, a ten inch is a perfect tool for me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking forward to seeing some uh, pictures of the night sky with that. That's going to be, it's, mate. It's so big. I reckon you could probably even see your cock with it. Do you reckon? Yeah. You reckon, <laughs> I think you might have to have the that extra thing on the end where you can see that a little bit further. You know, I mean, maybe want like a zoom lens. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you can have like a microscope on the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe so you'll be able to see it then. So, like, you you, you have a, t- a ten inch telescope with a micros- microscope at the so end. You, you can like uh, look at the image that is being produced by a telescope underneath a microscope to receive to, to retrieve even more detail. That's it. Yeah, that's what I'm on about. You know, 
That's another invention, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the Ram Inn as well, which is oh, yes. fucking sounds eight inches, ten inches. Now we're talking about the Ram Inn. Yeah, rammed it right in, yeah. Still going to do that. Uh, that's got. I'm working next weekend. I was supposed to be working this weekend, but it was cancelled again. So, I, you know, it's difficult to plan going away to do a podcast in one of the most haunted places in the country. Yeah. Which is 800 years old. If you don't know when you're coming or going. Yeah. Whoop. <laughs> so yeah we're gonna do that uh and oh soundcloud oh yes we're, fuck it off yeah we were alone i know a few not a lot of people but a few people listen on soundcloud don't bother you're not going to get any more episodes coming on to that because we bought a subscription a year ago oh yeah we've been in the podcast over a year now well over a year but yeah, we yeah. just fucking forgot yeah it was january wasn't it early january i'm sure it was yeah yeah so anyway but yeah we um a year ago we started going we uh had soundcloud as our host and we just well we've changed um so we put we've episodes, changed man we've changed we've changed man we only put episodes on there just to sort of because we'd paid for it there's not really any sort of, we're not we're not bothered about it and because the subscriptions come to an end that's it so if you're listening on soundcloud find somewhere else to listen to it otherwise see you later after this episode yeah, it's um it's been a bit of a funny one soundcloud isn't it because you had all that shit just probably about nine months ago yeah. when you didn't know if it was going to fucking stay or not so yeah. I think it's just better to avoid it isn't it now yep so we're not on it we weren't on it anyway we just went we just streamed onto it is it stream the word I don't know fuck it whatever you know what we mean guys well, I get things randomly prop up on the, the Google thing the Google mail and what, it's the just, search engine Google yeah, <laughs> the Google yeah, thing yeah the Google thing no, 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 like the Google? Google mail um, it, I've got it linked to my phone and it comes up with the new um, podcasting um Sort of what do you call them? I can't fucking think of the word. <laughs> it's saying you're on us now as well. Oh, Podcast yeah, yeah, groups yeah. or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they pick you up randomly and just put and you just, on. Yeah, things. you're going to put you on this and that sound. So, yeah, if you're on SoundCloud, whatever, you yeah. know the drill. Um, drop us a review on iTunes and subscribe. You can find us on all our normal social media bollocks that we can't be asked to go through. Yep. Google it. Yeah. And uh, simple. I suppose we might as well do an episode. Yup. Yeah. rock and roll. So this week we're going to talk about some um, some bank robberies. Nice, uh, and they're mad. They're like crazy when you think about what actually goes down in some of these situations that, that people have actually pulled these off. And um, we're going to talk about the first one we're going to talk about is the uh, Banco Central burglary in uh, Sao Paulo. Um, oh, it's going to be grotty this one, isn't it? Well, in some respects, yeah, but not really. I mean, none of these are bad at the time. I mean, they are for people getting fucking robbed. There's a few classic murders involved in it. As in, like, just fucking give us some money and I won't kill you. Bang. Well, there is, but they come after the fact because these people... Like, what you tend to find is people don't just bust into places and rob rob them when um, there's people in there because it's just fucking... It turns into, like, a hostage situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The police will storm the fucking building. You'll get fucking raped with 18 millimetre bullets. Yeah, yeah, it's better... 18 mil, yeah. (laughs) It's better to get in... And out when they're yeah. not in there. Yeah, yeah. Because that tends to be the, the case where, you know, in most of the cases where people get away with it, 
but yeah, you got to admire what these dudes did in this case in a in Sao Paulo. It's the fir- it's the five P's. Perfect preparation prevents piss poor performance. Well, right. that's the six P's I prefer to call it. Yeah. There's no messing about with this one. It's full on pink panther mode. It's believed that the gang had about 25 members, but nobody really knows for sure because the ones that are still alive. So we did lose a few. Yeah. Uh, they ain't saying shit. It's a common thread as well, really, throughout all of these uh, gangs. They tend to be extremely tight-lipped about the shit that they're, you know, well, who's in. Yeah, and what well they I did. suppose they have to, though, don't know if they're going to do something dodgy all the time. They're not going to go, all oh, right, yeah, Fat Mouth Larry's going to do it or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's his name. <laughs> Fat Mouth Larry. Who should we get yeah. on this one? Blubber Mouth Tim. <laughs> yeah, Blubber Mouth Tim will get him to do that. <laughs> so they got away with approximately $70 million, uh, but over the following years, some of the money has been recovered, as it usually is, uh, but even though, having said that, the total amount recovered is only 20 million. I say only 20, it's still a fucking lot of money. Yeah. Which leaves an estimated $50 million uh, knocking about somewhere, which, you know, somebody knows it's about. Chilling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. I mean, I presume it's probably been spent on like, fast cars and hookers and drugs and yeah. stuff. Well, yeah, well, you might as well. If you're going to rob the place, you might as well spend it on legit things like that. Absolutely. Yeah, Why else mean? would you put your life on the line? Exactly. Putting people through college. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to rob all that money just to buy a house, are you? I've got to buy myself a Ferrari and fill the back up with cocaine. Yeah, and go drive on a it off a cliff or laugh <laughs> and then buy another one. But like with all these robberies, the total amount stolen are either... It's never really revealed exactly how much goes. Like the real numbers are more than likely going to be higher. Um, it's sort of foggy when you're trying to find out the exact figures, to f- like how much is actually gone. Mm. Um, it could be that it's been... That, that, I think it's because they just don't really really know. They haven't yep. got a clue okay. how much mo- money's gone. Yep. Or they're embarrassed. Or they don't want to say because they know that like insurance premiums, when they obviously get insurance, is uh, is going to go through the roof. But we'll never know uh, the true amounts of these things. So what really happened? This happened on the 6th of August, which was a Saturday in 2005. A gang of dudes broke into the Banco Central's high security vaults and stole... A shitload of cash, like we said, seventy million. No, no gold, no diamonds. Pure cash. Pure cash. Uh, not only was it a massive number, seventy million is huge. It's also a physically, it's, it's a mass, it's a huge amount. Yeah, physically, yeah. seventy million in a pile is a lot of fucking shit. You kind of move around. It weighed three and a half tons in total. What? And they had to get that out. I mean, three and a half ton is. I can't even imagine a 50 pound note. one arm, that is picking that up under one arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just drag it along with your 10 inch. Yeah, that's it. That's what you got to do. Uh, so, interestingly, the money in the vault was stored there for, uh, for, um, for inspection purposes because it had been out in the money supply for quite a long time. It was getting worn out. So, sporadically, they bring batches of cash through it back old, in. Old stuff it, and get rid of it for new stuff. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. So, it was stored in the vault. To, to be inspected to ascertain whether we can fucking put it back out or yeah. not. But because it was in the vault and it was scabby old cash, uh, the serial numbers on the notes were completely random and impossible to trace. Okay. Um, and insurance purposes, they didn't bother getting it insured either because it was in the fucking vault. They thought there's no way people are going to be able get to get in. in. Yeah. And even if they do get in, we've got 70 million, pa- it's three and a half tons of, there's, it, it, you, can't cash, yeah, yeah. you can't get it. You can't get it. Wrong. 
Uh, yeah. There's, whenever there's a will, there's a way. That's what they say. Exactly. They just didn't expect it, and it happened. They fucking lost a lot, and because it wasn't categorised properly, they were completely blind as to tracking down where the money went because they didn't know what money was in there. They just knew the figure, but not what you know each individual. I mean, like, if it come from like a printing press, if that's what the money comes from, I'm assuming it does. It would all be log the seal numbers. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. This is batch number you yeah, know two six eight one through yeah. to two Depends six eight ten was, or whatever. When was it done? Do you know this? 2005. So, yeah, it's probably all logged, like you say. Yeah, it's not like 80s or 70s. No, or no, no. But but it's possible as well that the... G- I think it's possible that the gang knew that this money was in there. Yeah, th- I was thinking that when you were saying about that, it sounds like it's an inside job a little bit. Like yeah. someone's given them some info. It's the, A lot of these... Because they knew it was there. If it was up for inspection, they must have known it was there for that. Too convenient, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that? it's too convenient, yeah. A lot of these big robberies do... There's like subtle undertones of like, you're like, really? Mm. Are you sure that you didn't fucking have some insider knowledge here? Somebody must have said something. That's just too much of a coincidence. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I say, mate, no insurance. <laughs> they just didn't think it was possible. Um, obviously, the bank had security, but it was totally bypassed by the, the thieves because they were not seen or picked up on anything there was no the obviously security cameras outside. The security cameras inside. There's fucking alarms, mm. but nothing picked them up um, because they came up inside the fucking vault. Okay, so they had like dug a yeah. They, they got in, inside info, don't they? They must know. Must have had the plans and all sorts to That's be able to work it out. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so so nothing nothing was triggered. Nobody was. I mean, you got fucked, son. Yeah, yeah, proper. Yeah, you're sitting at home. No alarms going off. Brilliant. We're, we're sound. You're getting caned. Right now, they're fucking fleecing you. They're they're literally filling up the vans. It's like you've got a one-ton vault door, which is literally impossible to open. You've got walls that are like a a fucking fortress. You think it's safe, but there's a will, there's a way, man. They'll figure it out. you just got to know how to do it. Like everything, you just got to know how to do it. How how would you work out roughly? I know you've got the plans and all that, right? But digging underground, and how do you work out roughly where it is? Well, Even when you're in the ground, you know what I mean? Because surely that would disorientate you as well com- to wherever it is. Completely. Yeah. This is this is exactly how they did it. And, and they do address that that problem. Um, what they did is they set up a business, a landscape gardening company, two blocks away from the bank. It operated as normal, but it was a total front. They were not bothered about the business um, whatsoever at all. Yeah. It was the location of the offices that they were interested in. They just needed to get as close as they could to yeah, the bank. To have a look and... <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So over the course of approximately three months, they dug a tunnel 250 foot long, two and a half foot in width, 13 foot under the ground, leading from the companies, like this fake company's offices, to the bank under two blocks of Sao Paulo city centre. What? Now, if you think about that, man... You've everybody's seen like people in city centre put all the dirt. Well, we'll, we'll get landscaping, building. Yeah, is that what it was basically? But the thing we is, could... right? If 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 you you've all, everybody's seen in city centres, they're all the fucking same. Yeah. lads doing roadworks. It's, it's not just soil down there. There's pipes, you know, gas mains, foot in small buildings, walls. Yeah, they had to know all of it. They had to navigate around everything. Without yeah, if they went into that, it would have set, triggered something, and then they would have come along. What the fuck is this big tunnel doing? What's yeah, it? yeah. If you cut through a fucking electric line, yeah, and, and isolated a building, a whole tower block, say, what's going on here? Where's the fault? Where's yeah. the short? Uh, electric people come along and go, why is there a fucking tunnel here leading <laughs> yeah. up to there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And also two and a half foot wide. That's small as fuck. That's so. St- I mean, yeah, it's like about the size of my dick. <laughs> but it, I suppose it makes uh, like a structural sense in a way because and and sort of 
it's efficient. If yeah. you dig a massive tunnel, it's going to take a lot longer. If you dig one just big enough, it's going to be stronger because it's less likely to collapse because yeah. there's less physical open space inside. And you've got less shit to move about, haven't you? Less yeah, it soil. It must have been a nightmare. It must have took them. Once, once the place closed, they must have drilled through whatever they needed to drill through. Because imagine there was some con- concrete base you'd hope so. And you went to the safe, getting exactly. up to it. And then they must have spent all night shifting it. Well, that yeah, they were di- like I say that tunnel was being dug for three for three months. So they were gradually just wow. moving. They were doing yeah. it their own on their own accord. They yeah. had their leisure. They used GPS locators to ensure they were staying on the correct heading. <clears throat> That's how you say like, how do they know what? The, I mean, you could use a compass, but they were literally overlaying that with where yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah. And they had uh, they hired various experts to ensure there was no, you know, fuck ups during excavation, including like mathematicians, engineers, and like miners, basically people that knew exactly what they were doing. They also had uh, plans for the bank when they must have done because yeah, they, they knew where to, they were they aiming. To, yeah. I doubt that you can you could get them publicly at a library. No, doubt it, yeah. Which cuz if you can, that's a mistake straight away. Don't show everybody where the vaults are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, if they weren't available in a library, how did they get them? They might they might be available in a library, but they might not point out what rooms what they might it won't say vault room on it or anything like that. it just might have the layout of it all yeah, like and they just know that that one is yeah. somehow yeah it's entirely possible they paid somebody in the bank you know we're going to give you some money give yeah. us a nod here i don't know but it's, it's pretty impressive yeah but the tunnel itself had electric light and it had wooden support panels that were installed to support like the walls and the ceilings all the soil and earth was removed but it was taken back through the tunnel obviously the way they came and loaded into trucks and flatbeds it was then driven out of the fake business and dumped in various locations in broad daylight now nobody suspected a thing because what's unusual about a landscape garden company moving M- earth dirt yeah yeah moving it's fucking dirt, brilliant yeah, isn't yeah. it they were just doing it under their nose so after the breaking the police did actually interview people um in the neighbouring buildings and offices, and they, they a lot of people reported saying they saw between eight and ten guys moving earth, like <laughs> just pulling it up and putting it into the back of the trucks and driving. Yeah, yeah. But no one suspected anything. Well, it's the landscape gardening business, you don't do you? Yeah. If you watched it and you actually, but who's going to watch it to that extent? Yeah. You go look, man. You'd have to f- literally be watching it to the point where you know where the hole is. But if the if it's coming from inside the building, I imagine they're yeah. digging out. Then yeah. I don't know. You'd have to be really. Astute and or bored or looking at you, yeah, and yeah. Going, why is it that Cuts, soil goes yeah. out but it's not coming in? Yeah, what's, what, going, what's on? going on? So that was a risk, but I suppose they just went with that, thinking no one's gonna, no one's yeah. gonna clock that. So after removing all the dirt, and when the tunnel was directly under the vaults, this is what they did. They tunneled once they got it exactly how it is. They didn't rush. They stopped when they knew they were under, directly under the vault, um, one meter short, and then they waited. They waited until the bank closed on a Friday. The reason why they did this is because they knew that there was not going to be anybody in the building over the weekend for at least 48 hours. So you're just, it's a green light to go in. Yeah. Um, and they also had to go through the last meter because it would stop directly underneath it. Now, the last meter was reinforced concrete with like iron repo bars and all sorts of shit through it. And it was going to be really, really noisy. Now, the gang knew this. That's why they stopped. Um, they had to break through a metre of steel reinforced concrete and they were using metal angle grinders, not small ones, like... Big you know, fucking... The, yeah, yeah. yeah like, you know, fumes and fucking all sorts. Jackhammers, pneumatic drills. They had oxygen acetylene cutting gear. I mean, it must have been so loud. It must In that have tunnel been. as well. Yeah. Two and a half foot wide. If, if, 
at the, in the middle of the night, you, you're working late at one of the businesses across the road, and you're just hearing that coming out of that building. You the, can't the find out where it's coming from. What the fuck is that noise? No, it wasn't coming out of the building. It was coming from... That's what I mean. Underneath the tunnel, out of that building. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I mean. Out of the landscaper's building. You know, where the fuck is... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, it's mad, isn't it? It's crazy it'd be, what it'd people be, do. It'd also be um, uh, amp- amplified because of that as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have been so loud. <laughs> I mean, think of the fumes down there. Yeah, fucking hell, yeah. But they, all, they also laid scaffold poles down, like um, so it looked like a miniature railway, so they could push stuff back down the tunnel easily. Yeah, they must yeah. have had a pocket, two and a half foot wide. If, you, if you're pulling the money down, you ain't going to be able to pull it back, are you? They must have had somewhere they could... I bet it cost them like 120 million to do. <laughs> it actually well, lost 20 million. Oh, bollocks. You've got to speculate to accumulate. You yeah. couldn't have done this for fuck all. No, no. It must, it must have cost a, a fair bit yeah. still. Yeah, it must have done. I mean, yeah. You have to pay people. If, yeah. you, if you're if you hiring an expert in engineering and mathematics and excavation... A couple, couple million, maybe. You've got to get rid of... You know, it's, it's a lot of work. Three and a half months and digging and putting... Shitting and renting that building and doing whatever you need to do, having it's a fake business, yeah, must have cost loads. It's so risky, yeah, because you've got to approach somebody that's like you know an ex mine or some some sort of geezer who knows how to do you it. Go, look, that's so what we want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not going to get away with it, are you? Going to say, well, there's, we we realise there's some gold, but we have to dig from here because. <laughs> Do you know what, mate? We're just doing a bank robbery. You're right. <laughs> Are you in or not? Oh, they have to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to be. Yeah, yeah. There's no exactly. Yeah. They actually left tools in the vault after they did the break, and they just left everything in there. Uh, others were found back in the landscaping company's uh, fake office. There was no point hiding any of the shit no, because well, they knew that the tunnel was straight to the office. Yeah. yeah. To cover up fingerprints, what they did is they threw like burnt lime, like a chemical, over everything. So that corrodes like grease, basically. Yeah, it takes yeah. all your finger, not your fingerprints off your fingers, but, but yeah, any, anything which is it's touched all on. Yeah, it really does sound like an inside job, though, doesn't it? It, it must must be in a, in a there must be a couple of people who knew about it. Gotta be. It's gotta be. And nobody realised the robbery had taken place until Monday, and they started on the Friday. And even then, the bank looked normal. Everyone just walked in. Yeah, Morning, just chilling, yeah. cup of tea, and yeah. like nothing. Probably was one of them. The, the vault wasn't open till about twelve. <laughs> twelve or one when the inspection man came in. And going, um, what the fuck? You imagine walking in there and seeing all the money gone. There's just a hole. <laughs> Where does that go? What's yeah, happened? What would you do? You'd be like, fuck. I think I would have laughed if I was um, an employee at the bank. I mean, if you were an employee, you'd, you'd just go, well, good on them. No, yeah, nothing I could do. It just happened, didn't it? So, yeah, fuck them. Then the bank You better have a good that. insurance. No, you don't. You didn't insure it, <laughs> did you? Uh-uh. You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah, they got the money out and just disappeared. I mean, they had a head start on everyone. Nobody yeah. knew. That's the thing, get a head start. Um, and they were effectively out and, and free with the money, but it did get messy from some of, for some of the gang members. For instance, the alleged mastermind, Luis Fernando Ribeiro. Yeah, he was Classic. only he was only twenty six. Was he? I mean, come fair play. Yeah, man, brilliant. He was found that was, dead. That was one hell of a um, plan that was for you know to come up with. It's fair audacious, play. isn't it? Daring. He was found dead. He was shot seven times and had and had handcuff marks on his on his wrists when they found his body. Now the police investigation into the murder said he was a hundred percent killed because of the robbery he was kidnapped and held for ransom um, and they basically extorted his family for money so it sounds like somebody knew that someone he... clocked yes there was someone kind of watching or someone knew that it happened and wanted it but or wanted a bit of it or something yeah we want our fair share but it gets yeah because we know we're going to dump you in otherwise or kill you yeah if you don't give us some, yeah. It could be somebody in the, in the gang themselves just getting greedy, but it gets deeper because it's suspected that the police were involved in his kidnap and murder. Oh, cool. 
So don't fuck with the banks because they'll set the place on you hard. Especially in Brazil, in Rio. Yeah. I mean, they fucking do you in. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I think that's entirely possible because the money could have been... We know, I'm not saying police are corrupt, that's not what I'm saying at all, but we know that there are some corrupt individuals out there. And if, if they knew, if they if you had intelligence that said, this is definitely the guy that did it, yeah. and he's just a, a gangster, and you wanted to get some cash out of it, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, you could have your own little rogue police team and go, should we just do him in and try and get some cash? We're going to get a million. We'll get, we'll get a million, and then we'll, we'll say we're not going to kill him, and then we'll just kill him anyway. Yeah, then what are you going to do with yeah. the police? Exactly, yeah. You're not going to come you and get what? us. You just nicked about? 70 yeah. million quid. So there was more kidnappings as well. Other gang members were uh, extorted for money, uh, you know, taken out. But essentially, they largely got away with it. And 50 million pounds is, is still completely unaccounted. They even tried to charter an aeroplane immediately after, rob- after the robbery to get the fuck out of Dodge and take the shit out as fast as they could. I wish that had happened, man. That would have been awesome, wouldn't it? Flying out of Brazil with a you got to give plane them, you got to cash. Give- I know it's it's bad what they've done, as in the rob robbed something, but the effort they've done to do it makes you think, fair play. You know what I mean? You, you know, you yeah. actually you haven't just bowled him with a shotgun and go put it in the bag. That's what I mean. You've actually fucking tried and done something amazing. You know what I mean? Nobody actually got hurt. No sort of normal. I'm not going to say civilians, but like the people that got directly got affected by this. Uh, it's not personal savings, and even if it was, you should be insured anyway. This is just old money that the bank was either going to destroy or put back out. It, they had it in there for their own purposes. The, the bank so would have they had, got robbed. Yeah, the bank would have had to have covered that anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Because they're not going to go, sorry, Dave, you had £20,000 in there, but someone robbed it the other day. Yeah, you got no money. So, in a, in a sense, when banks sell you PPI and rob you, they do get robbed themselves. Everyone's robbing everybody. Yeah. Well, there's always someone out there doing, doing something like so. Could Can you imagine if one of your mates came up to you and said, I've got a plan? What we're going to do is we're going to start a fake business. We're going to dig a tunnel under two city blocks, stop underneath a bank's high-security vault, uh, vault and, and break in. We're going to steal 70 million quid and get away. It sounds like something like Mission Impossible or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But it worked. Yeah. Except done it. people knew who they were. And Some, uh, yeah, someone was clocked on all, or like you say, someone in the gang thought we can outdo this 26-year-old, so... We'll have a bit more than we we were bargained for. People got greedy. Yeah, yeah. Can they protect? That's a lot of things that do happen actually. When the money isn't split, or like you agreed to do it for, I don't know, you're going to get paid five hundred grand, and you're like, yeah. And then when you start seeing the amount of money coming out and going to the ringleaders, you're like, five hundred grand, and you're getting a hundred million. Mm. Nah, and you're dealing with. Um, Dodgy people, shall yeah. we say? So you need to be careful. Yeah, they're, not, they're not the most respectable people, are they? Put it that way. It was a far out uh, robbery. That was. It's and, good though. I like that. And quite involved, but but far more involved than our next robbery. This actually is this next one. Is this is, just a smash and grab one. This one. This one is nuts. It's 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 not it's not as nuts as this one, but in some res- as the Banco uh, robbery. But in some respects, it's. Ten times as mad, okay, because of what happened. Okay, so what happened? It was the, it, it is the biggest bank robbery in the history of the world, and it happened in two thousand and three, just a few days before the invasion of Iraq. Nice, <laughs> straight away. It's Bush. It, it, well, it's everybody. I think in this case, right? Okay, I hadn't heard anything about it either. But to be honest, I don't really, you know, unless you're researching a podcast on this sort of stuff, you're not going to go out and look for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hadn't got a fucking clue. You lot might be really clued up and going, yeah, we knew about this, but I didn't, whatever. Uh, but it was the central bank of Iraq, and it got completely robbed. 
completely like nothing was left everything was gone the cashiers and everything tea leaf to foxville mate (laughs) everything was gone it was um the bank's like a fortress as you could imagine i mean the iraq had been involved in wars there was a lot of issues so a bank is isn't just going to be like you know one down the road. Yeah, you had Pat, Pat Mampoostain who was in charge at the time, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So. It's not going to be a glass-fronted building, is it? Saddam Hussein, by the way, that is. That's I don't know what, yeah, that's, how, <laughs> that's what I call him. That's what Bush would have called him, sorry. Uh, yeah, so um, it housed, the bank itself housed most of Iraq's cash and foreign currency reserve amongst like other Iraqi assets uh, like, uh, you know, gold and other bits and yeah, pieces yeah, yeah. like that, uh, like national treasures. Now, during the war, a place like this is obviously a high target, or even before the war, just having that amount yeah, of wealth yeah, a, in a yeah. place which is potentially going to come completely lawless. It's going to be basically crumble, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that it was it was going to be a, a, a focal point for local interest and external interest. Let's just say that because yeah. they know what was <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when he, when the Allied troops arrived after the invasion had took place, they found that the bank in Baghdad had, uh, you know, it was already on fire. All the windows are put through yeah, yeah. and people just running yeah. around nicking like computers and shit. Yeah, we all yeah. saw that sort of stuff on the TV. Yeah. And they were like, shit, too late. It's all been fucked. That's Doesn't it. It's yeah, gone. Yeah. It's over. So they entered the building um, and they were surprised to find out that none of the looters had been able to open the security vault doors that contained all the currency reserves. So they're like, bingo. You know what I mean? It should all be in there. Hmm. Excellent. It's not a free-for-all after all. Yeah, um, they, they couldn't get past this one, but they got everything else. Yeah, yeah they got all the stuff that they At could. least there's something there. Yeah, yeah, that's what they thought anyway. So they were thinking, brilliant, the cash is in there. So the US then shot all the looters. I mean, dispersed the looters. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and after securing the building, they um, they opened the bust opened the vault doors. Now, the military could fucking get in, couldn't they? They just put, blow yeah, it up with a tank if they wanted to. Roll in with a tank, yeah. Um, and when they opened the doors, they found out that, strangely... There was nothing in the vault. <laughs> the vaults were sealed, but all the cash had gone. They knew that there was stuff in there. Yeah, Whether yeah. they knew how much was in there, they, we don't know, but they knew it was in there. But it turned out that all $1 billion had gone. A thousand million gone, gone. Gone. It seems that it was all removed before the invasion took place because so the looters couldn't get in. They weren't responsible. So, so the bank people... Nicked it in a way, took it out. No, no, okay. that's what what would well, it sounds like that's the people in charge of the vault. You think it's coming to a civil war slash destruction of the whole world here <laughs> for us? So yeah, it's as well take it all and run. Yeah, so how the fuck could it happen? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, somebody knew some next level shit was about to go down, i.e., the war. They knew that the invasion was going to happen and shit was going to get bad. Yeah, so around 4 a.m. on the 18th of March, 2003, which is, I believe, only two days before the bombing started and the invasion got underway, several trucks were seen being loaded up with 900 million US dollars and 100 million euros. It took five hours. There were trucks coming and going, and not a single shot was fired, nor was there any damage to the building. They didn't break in. The vaults were completely intact, and nobody got hurt. Now, I find that. I was like, how the fuck? Is that, is that something to do with the country? There's someone like, high up taking it up, go and get it out or do I, it? I was like, it, how yeah. can that happen in Iraq? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the biggest bank robbery in the world took place and nobody yeah, got hurt. Yeah, yeah, it was just like casually just filling up vans and going, lorries. But apparently, some dudes just walked in and took the lot and walked away. No questions asked. But these dudes weren't just dudes. One of them went by the name of Kuzay Hussein. Okay. <laughs> he just so happened to be the head of Iraqi security forces and the son of the then Iraqi dictator, 
Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what I so it was an inside thing, basically, yeah. He, uh, so Kuse carried with him a handwritten note from the bank's governor, uh, who also went by the name of Saddam Hussein, by the way. Funny enough, yeah. And the note basically says something along the lines of, we are going to remove all the funds and store them in a safe location so the cash doesn't fall into enemy hands. Yeah. So, all right. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I like the way they took a note from their dad with them, though. Yeah. <laughs> My dad says... Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> a, you know, like a, a kid at school who's uh, been ill or can't do PE. Okay. Yeah, I mean, here's my note. I can't do it. Hey, can I speak to the manager? I've got um, a letter from my dad here that says we need to I might do a billion that. quid out. I your might walk. do that, you know. Walk, walk into a bank with a note and just say, um, you know, I've got to take the money. I've got a letter from my old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you could say from your mom and your mom being Theresa May. It still wouldn't let you have it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If your dad's Saddam Hussein, you, do you, no one stops him. No, just no. do what you like, yeah. mate. I think that's probably... You, t- you turn up as with the, s- the son of Saddam Hussein and the note from Saddam Hussein, you're going to do it, probably. Otherwise, you're going to end up like on a rusty spoon somewhere. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a lot worse than yeah, that, yeah, mate, yeah. what yeah. they're going to do to you. So the US realised that a fucking huge theft had now taken place and they were like, well, we need to track down this cash. We've got to find it, wherever it is. So during the search... Why did they need to track it down? Because it was a billion pounds, a billion quid worth of US currency had gone missing. And it's uh, so theft so of the so highest order. Is it, it so they can nick it, you mean? Sort of. surely if it's war no. and they weren't there for the money, then they shouldn't be too bothered by it. Well, they were just trying Especially to Especially as it's a big fuck-off war. They uh, actually started searching everywhere. They <laughs> yeah. found... They found they, just, they looked in all the correct... They didn't look in any of the banks because they were like, well, if you've taken it's it out of yeah, that it's one... It's not going to be spread around in You're not going to put it in, in smaller, weaker vaults. No. You're going to put it in the biggest vault you fucking got. And yeah. this is the biggest vault you fucking got. And it's not in there. So where the fuck is it? They started searching all the... Uh, obvious place, you we say, like, um, you know, the Hussein family's residence. Yeah. And Uday Hussein is one of his other um, sons. Uh, they found $620 million in Uday Hussein's wall and a false wall. Now, they initially thought... That this, was it. This is it. But it turned out it wasn't. Nothing to do with it at all. No, no he just had a random... 620 million US dollars. He's been, been pilfering money anyway for ages. and so I have been pilfering it, but it's not from that safe. I can tell you that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man, because you think that's definitely it. But yeah. it wasn't. I mean, most people have got like 50 quid under yeah, yeah. the mattress in a shoebox. He had half a billion, more than half a billion. In a wall. In a wall, in a false wall. I mean, I'm get. Uh, it's not going to be like a false wall like you imagine. Yeah. 620 million is a lot of physical space, so it's like a false room. Yeah, yeah basically. It's yeah. going to be. So over the course of the invasion, uh, Saddam Hussein's various properties were raided by normal people and by allied troops. I mean, you, you can see, you saw that on the news footage, people just running into his house and fucking yeah, yeah. diving in his bath and robbing his gold taps and shit like that. So the soldiers, the soldiers found in one of Saddam's houses, one of his pads, they found hundreds of metal storage containers that contained stacks and stacks of $100 bills. And in one instance, in one of his houses alone, they found $4 million in cash just in boxes lying just around. around. He'd done one at this point. He was like, fuck it, see ya. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Didn't even fucking take the money. Now, the cash has flown out of Iraq and over to Kuwait. Now, where the military commanders there, they just collected all the money, got it in a massive fucking pile and decided what to do with it because it was huge sums of money. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think that the uh, US did with the cash? Uh, spent it on hookers. <laughs> uh, went on a big piss-up, big bar bill. I mean, pretty much. Really? It, well, if you 
look into how it disappeared, yeah? They wanted, to, a lot of guys wanted to return the capital back to the Central Bank of Iraq after the war, after it had finished. Oh, right, yeah, that classic. Well, yeah. no, they did genuinely want to do that, some of them. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Known for what was going on for years. And yeah. Someone might forget about it down the line. Because, <laughs> I mean, it would help build rebuild a country, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, nah, they thought, nah. What they decided to do was distribute the money to coalition military commanders on the ground in Iraq on the front lines telling them they could use it however they wanted so I mean what <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah, uh, yeah. how they don't need money they need you give them everything yeah, they need yeah, I mean what are talking bribery them weapons, money you give them all sorts yeah, yeah you don't give them money they don't go oh here's a 18,000 AK-47s 14,000 troops and a billion pounds <laughs> I mean, Exactly. It, it's probably not a particularly good idea. No. I, just, I don't understand. No cash involved, it should be. Yeah. I imagine in most military, um, on, on the front line anyway, put it that way. You're not going to the shops to buy your dinner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's all been shipped in little plastic bags most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Well, some US troops had a complete f- fucking field day, as you would imagine. They filled backpacks with cash, right? Sent thousands of dollars home to their families. And it got like ha- huge amounts of money were handed out. And just basically stolen, and Iraq was was getting robbed again. And in, and in some respects, Saddam called it correct, didn't he? Well, yeah. Because if they get hold of this fucking money, it's going to disappear. It's gone, yeah. I mean, I don't know how he got hold of it. Of course, it is. When you think about it, why would they even bother look be looking for it if they didn't want it? Yeah, they knew because they're, they're in the middle. They're, they're about to basically knock down the whole empire and basically try and rebuild it so just rebuild it sorry <laughs> so to speak right why would they be bothered about looking for a billion quid yeah yeah it's because they want it that's why it's not because they're going oh well, it's a, cr- a serious crime here they don't give a fuck they're going in bombing the shit out of the place <laughs> yeah. and killing innocent people at the moment we, so. were, ju- we were just killing everyone yeah it so it wasn't like oh let's stop and try and see where this money is you think so, so we could give it back to them yeah we could take it away to give it you back yeah, what? give it back to the people bollocks yeah through our military sources yeah oh yeah 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 so uh, the well the last thing you'd think literally of literally spunking money up the wall yeah 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 completely yeah you'd think that the last thing like if I was in combat I don't think I'd be worried about it too much like money I'd be like trying to I'd be preoccupied with trying to stay alive I'd be to be honest I'd be, I'd be like why are they giving us like Two hundred thousand quid or something, or whatever it would be. Millions, mate. Yeah, Yeah, but like a billion. It's not a normal protocol, you know what I mean? And then they go, "Here, here's a load of cash. Do what you want with it." What? Why? (laughs) What? What? What's? What's the deal? Why? Why are you doing this? Is this? It'll be like, is this a trap? Yeah, yeah, it would be, wouldn't you? Why are you giving me boxes of hundreds of millions or hundreds of thousands? Yeah. What? What have I got to? What am I going to do with this? Why? So what they did is when they got the money back into QA, it was all like logged. They knew the serial numbers and. Because they knew the actual currencies, they can identify each note pretty accurately. It started like turning up everywhere, like like in America. <laughs> Saddam Hussein's cash started appearing in places in America. Like, what's going on here? Like, returning soldiers were buying brand new cars. <laughs> For instance, one dude, an army captain called, I think he was called Michael Nugent. Uh, he was one of the guys in charge of distributing the money on the ground in a yeah, specific yeah. region. Right to his bank. 700 grand disappeared under his watch. Now, people in the know were watching him because uh, he looked a bit suspicious when he started buying Hummers and BMWs in cash yeah. back what in America. Are you, you, mate, a rock star. Yeah. What are you doing, mate? Surely, even if you plan to do that, that's the last thing you'd do. You'd no, let's just keep it and spend it slowly over a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah you're cool now. You've got this money, but just don't, just don't go, go nuts. nuts. Yeah, and buy you know Ferraris and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, stop chartering jets when you're just a combat yeah. soldier. Yeah, you can't do. Sake, yeah. So uh, they didn't a lot rock of rock and roll <laughs> star. <laughs> yeah. 
What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? How much do they pay you these days? <laughs> yeah. Buying fucking Hummers in cash? <laughs> Straight <laughs> out, yeah. Sleeping on the floor in Iraq, a war-torn country for six months? Yeah. Fuck, doesn't make sense. But around 35 troops were arrested and convicted of theft between 2004 and 2008. But that, I mean, make no mistake, that they're, they're the only ones they wanted to arrest. Or the ones that weren't stealth enough, you know, the guys yeah, that yeah. just fucking... Blatant, gone. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the majority of the cash is... Obviously gone, <coughs> still yeah. unaccounted yeah. for. So this happened in World War Two. Like, you know, you can you can talk about Nazi gold in inverted commas, but but a lot of shit, like fine works of art, like were were appearing in people's attics. It still is now. Yeah, yeah. Like they just people everything. looking for for their stuff and trying to get it back, aren't they? There's like German families going. We still want our yeah. art loom back from nineteen fourteen or something. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, like you can make a lot of money. In war, if you're in the right place at the right time, yeah. it's it's kind of like a country just burgling another country, isn't it? Yeah. Right, we're coming in, um, uh, we're just going to take everything we want, and we're going to put it in safekeeping and give it you back. At yeah, some we will point. give it you back at some point once everything's restored. We're taking all your priceless once, paintings once, for once Iraq's called reasons. America and you lot are all gone. <laughs> <laughs> so the world is insane, mate. The world is insane. So why did nobody stop? Hussein and his mob. That's what I was thinking. He's like, honey, you'd have to walk past like that. <laughs> I couldn't understand why nobody would stop them, but that just shows I don't know the Husseins. Yeah, okay. Uh, his sons did some completely next-level shit to innocent people on the reg. They, would, they were like true psychos. Right, okay. Like unstoppable madmen. Are they still alive? Or no, no, they're not. So I know one of them got killed, but I don't know... Both got killed. Okay. Like that they would rape and torture and murder people. They used to feed people to packs of wild dogs. That's nice. It is actually. Right? Uday Hussein, for instance, tortured Iraq's Olympic athletes and the national football team when they didn't get results. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just because they're shit footballers. Yeah, chop his fucking. Shit, I'm gonna chop your legs off. What? Why? Why would you even want to be in the team? I know. Yeah, you just wouldn't, would you? You'd on purposely play shit when it comes to international trials. You'd be like. I can't play football. Even if you could, you'd just go, oh, fuck it. I'm not getting involved. I'm kicking out for throwing every time. It's like if you were, I mean, where did they play? They played in um, uh, America. Was it America 94? Well, whatever, whatever it was. I remember they, they lost to America and um, the troops like flew back to whatever, back that airport and had to go for like a reception at Uday Hussein's house. Just just come back here so uh, Uday can congratulate you all on your sterling effort in the football match <laughs> oh shit right yeah. then yeah. who wants their toes pulled off with pliers and pushed back up your bum I mean he was awful mate he stole um, he stole 1,200 vehicles in his time if you like, if you wanted it he'd just fucking he just, take yeah, it yeah, yeah. he even killed an army officer who refused to let him dance with his wife he just beat him to death can I dance with your wife mate no okay I'm going to beat you to death now. And nothing would, nothing was ever done, mate. He was so unhinged, though, so mentally unhinged. He was, he received a death sentence from his own dad. Saddam Hussein gave him a death sentence. Obviously, he wasn't going to yeah, follow yeah. through. It was, with it. it was one of them. I'm going to have to give you a death sentence. He was just a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. nutter of the highest. Even his old man was like, "Mate, you're getting so out there." Yeah, you fucking need to calm down. It's like, yeah, you're just torturing people to death for no reason. Just. We're gonna have to say that we're gonna kill you. Otherwise, yeah, it's, it's, gonna be it's like it's like, like once again, it's like a, a kid's thing, you know. If they're messing around too much, well, I'm gonna have to take that away. Then I'm gonna have to give you a death penalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Come don't here. be no. Okay, now just don't do it again. Okay. Yeah, publicly, you're yeah, yeah. sentenced to death. Now behind the scenes, he's like, listen, can you please stop, stop fucking molesting people's yeah. heads? Yeah, off? yeah. <laughs> stop <laughs> fucking little kids' faces and stuff. <laughs> yeah, just 
just behave. Nick, Nick 600 vehicles instead of 1,200, mate. Come on. Yeah. Just cut it down Just don't a bit. beat the officers to death. I'm not asking you to stop. I'm asking you to like just, just calm it down calm a tiny bit. Calm it down bit. a bit, you know what I mean? But he was and ca- if you do do it, do behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah, well, he did a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. He used to just ask people. So like, people, he'd send people out and go, right, I want her. And they'd go and speak. He's like, Uday wants to spend the evening with you. And we advise that you come with us. Because if you refuse... Um, you're coming anyway. Yeah. And you words. might not come back. Yeah. Or you might just be in bags and boxes and shit. He's like, fucking, we're going to have to do an episode on him. Yeah. He, was, he, used, he, he bit the bullet in 2003, man. They got um, they got him. A tip off, I think it was a 30 million pound ransom, $30 million, was put on him and his brother's head. Mm. And um, I mean, you can see why it was so high. If they wanted to entice somebody out with bait, yeah. as in money, you, you're going to, to rat on them you're going to need some serious long cash because if it goes wrong or someone finds out that you did yeah. that... But the thing is, would they have given them the 30 million? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. And they probably shot them and took it off them. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? What's, it seems it's like... It's Saddam's money. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's all right. It's that's not our money sh- anyway. So yeah, yeah. You should use it for that. It's like, like, one, uh, like 0.002% of your money anyway. <laughs> that's crazy, yeah. man. I hope they did, yeah. I didn't think about that. They I probably they did. did. They probably did. It wouldn't surprise me. Used his own money to pay for the ransom to kill him. Yeah. Brilliant. Why not? Yeah, fucking. It's like the not? ultimate piss take. So yeah, we'll do an episode on Uday saying he's um he's fucking crazy. Some of the stories because I, I I could see myself going on a tangent after that robbery. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I started looking at what is why didn't anyone stop him? And I was like, oh my god, that's this oh is why. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, yeah. This is the reason why. Yeah. You can't touch him because if yeah. you if you do, you. I mean, people did try. I don't want to say too much because obviously there's going to be a show. We'd have to do a show on it. But people have have stood up to him, but it didn't end very well. No. It, almost, it also didn't end very well for him previously. There was a lot to it, but we'll okay. cover that. Okay, cool. On to our final hoist though. Um, Hatton Garden robbery. Uh, the, the one sort of recently, the old fella. 2015. Yeah, this was in the middle of London, and it was a it was a big one, a really big one. And the estimations of the total value of assets stolen are, are around 200 million pounds, but only a third have been recovered. Now, I've read figures all over the pl- over the place. Some high, some low. But like I said at the beginning, you can't really, you're never really going to know how much shit got stolen. A lot no. of people don't want to, because they're not insured. They don't come forward. They just take it on the chin. Um, but like I say, it was a. It wasn't really a bank robbery. <clears throat> Hatton Garden was a safety deposit location. Uh, it didn't own the building, and there were businesses above it, which might have fucked them up slightly. Yeah. Um, oh, and I didn't watch the film. It doesn't sound very safe, does it, for safe deposit boxes? Well, it is. it is when you consider where, what, how everything was stored. But once again. People are clever, yeah. and they'll find a way around it. But I, di- I didn't watch the film. There's a, cu- there's a couple of films out. Actually, Is there? But yeah, yeah, but okay. I didn't because whilst when I was reading about it, um, it was sort of coming apparent that it's uh, it's been filmed up a bit, you know what I mean? It's not... Hollywooded up a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, so it's I thought... Not, it's not what it is. For, if you want to watch the film, go and watch the film. I'm going to watch it tonight. But it, it's I, I kept away from that uh, to get my research because I just thought it'd be fucking... See what actually came out in police reports and shit. Instead of trusting a, f- a film, it might be more trustworthy. I don't know, uh, but it's really it's it's pretty bad actually because a lot of small businesses who didn't have their stuff insured because like jewelers used to put um, 
they're because uh, it's, it's like in um, the, I suppose it's like a almost like the jewelry quarter. There's mm. a lot of they tend to be like that, don't they? You yeah. get high value areas. People were putting their shit, stones and gold and cash and valuables, small businesses in these vaults, completely uninsured because they were so fucking tough. Yeah, they didn't think and they lost everything, man. Well, a lot of people did, um, but the vault was claimed to be unpenetrable. Well, bold claims. The Titanic was unsinkable. We yeah, what fucking happened to that? Yep. Uh, it was a brazen effort, and they could have pulled it off, or should I say, been more successful if it wasn't for better planning. The gang were old school dudes, really old. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, seven geezers carried this one out, and the average age was 63. Fuck it, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Three of the dudes were old age pensioners, well into retirement. Fair play. At the uh, combined age of the six dudes who did this was. Keeping uh, the part time job going. Yeah. The six guys that went in totaled. Um, their age combined age 432 <coughs> <laughs> compare uh, that against uh, was it Ribeiro who was 26 yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean most old dudes get jobs at like supermarkets like part time jobs these guys just fucking bust into vaults yeah no no fucks given now it was the first in a long line of mistakes in my opinion happened right away because the gang knew each other which is not advisable because if one dude gets busted it's very likely he or she... Because they're all linked and they've done stuff together, then they'll go, I'm guessing, um, Big Lip Larry's involved as well, or whatever. Yeah, you, they're yeah, going to yeah. talk. They can easily make the networks yeah, between yeah. the members if you were, like, completely random, but knew each other through knowing somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Yeah. It's it's a lot harder for them to track down. Brian Reader, he was 76 at nice. the time. Four years off 80. And he's busting into diamond vaults in London City Centre. Is he the one who died recently? No, that's one of them died in prison, didn't they? Not long ago, like literally, like last week or something. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got him down here somewhere. I think his name was Terry Perkins, I think. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, he was um, Brian. Brian Reader was uh, the leader of the gang, <coughs> uh, the alleged leader. He had previously spent time in prison for the Brinks Matt robbery, which is at Heathrow, uh, like a trading estate near Heathrow. Um, that happened in 1983. £26 million pounds worth of gold, bullion and diamonds and cash. Uh, inflation adjusted, which is £78 million pound today. And the majority of the gold has never been recovered. Why is he doing enough one? What the fuck? Because he can get away with it. He doesn't mind spending time didn't in prison. Care. Yeah, he didn't care, yeah. Or he's setting people up on the outside. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But he was acquitted also of murdering an undercover police officer during the robbery. He basically said I wasn't there. Wasn't yeah. me. It wasn't me. Yeah, and people <laughs> believed him. Uh, another granddad, Terry Perkins, actually broke into Hatton Garden on his sixty-seventh birthday. He'd spent twenty-two years of his life in prison, and he—he's the one. He died of a heart attack on the fifth of February. So it's yeah, it was literally last week, ago. wasn't it, or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was due out, I believe, in September. Okay, yeah. Uh, if they had um, told the judge where the the loot was, the majority because there's outstanding. <laughs> Should we say? Yeah. And if they uh, it, it, they were threatened, they were saying, "Look, we're going to increase your sentence, and we're going to keep doing that until you tell us where all this stuff is." And they're like, "Nah, see you later. We ain't saying yeah, anything." Yeah, felt that. Yeah. John Collins, seventy-four. He was uh, another criminal. Uh, he his first crime was way back in nineteen sixty-one, and believe it or not, he actually used his own car, which was a white Mercedes, to scope the place out. Now, this you can see how these yeah, old yeah, boys are fucking yeah. up straight away. Um, unsurprisingly, this literally led the police, they, tr they traced the vehicle to him, and uh, and it was because of this vehicle being spotted that the gang got busted. I mean, come on, if you're going to drive into the Diamond District, do you not understand that there's going to be number plate recognition yeah, yeah. shit everywhere? You know, it's, it's I mean, it's crazy how they, how they were so... 
stuck in the eighties in the way it's like I don't know what was going on. They didn't on think in the about rigs. little all the technical stuff that they like the new technology and all that. They just sort of went yeah, have it, break the door down, get in there. A, a geezer called Danny Jones. He, he even bought power tools using his own credit card, and he gave his own address at the fucking the shop. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Brilliant. You know what I mean? So you can see how they're going to get busted. It's yeah, not yeah. hard to see that. There, there was other guys in here. I can't be able to go through more. I think there was a guy who's 48, 43, and another one who was 60. Um, the Hatton Vault itself was bought, uh, built in the 1940s, and it had a solid bomb-proof door. Uh, inside were hundreds of secure like lock safety deposit boxes, which contained valuables. The public could put them in there. Mm. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's... Local de- local jewelers had deposited things in in the vault, thinking it was safe, and and it was really it was a safe within a safe. Yeah. So after they got busted, the police went through their laptops. So they even used their own fucking laptops and re- and revealed that they'd been planning this this robbery for three years. H- I cannot believe that they didn't. You not even delete the fucking history on the laptop. No, what are you doing? Yeah, they didn't. They just didn't know, did they? They just obviously just thought, fuck it. It's, it's also revealed that members of, of the gang had visited the Hatton Vaults to discuss renting a deposit box there at the time. So it's possible that they, well, it's, it's likely they were scoping the yeah, place out. Yeah, that's well. what it was about, wasn't it? Yeah, it's about yeah. just checking it out and going, right, okay, so that's that and that's that. We know how to bypass this or do there's that. There's a moment. camera yeah, there, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. this there. So on Thursday, the 2nd of April 2015, at 20 past nine at night, uh, the last person leave the building. It was East, Easter Bank Holiday weekend. Yeah. So that was f- I think it was four, four days. I four think days. You get, you get Friday and Monday, don't you? Yeah, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday, Monday. Yeah. So they they knew that they, they had planned a lot. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. They had a long run where they wouldn't be they escape. Yeah, we're not not uh, spotted. Yeah. So when this geezer left, a vo- a, the gang were watching, and a white van being driven by John Collins pulled up close to the to the uh, deposit. Um, two geezers get out, Danny Jones and Carl Wood. Now they were both wearing high vis jackets in in an attempt to make themselves look like you know contractors. I think it was gasmen or something. They were they were sort of copying. But people don't question you if you're wearing a high vis. No, they literally don't. I, one of the lads I work with, he was saying that. He worked in, uh, I think it was like, um, just like a fucking electronic goods store, selling TVs, whatever, like PC World or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And they had like, um, this was a few years ago, it was when the 3D TVs come in, and <coughs> huge, massive fucking five grand TVs on the wall. So two geezers come in, high his vests on, walked up to the t- up to the TV and said, uh, uh, we're, just, we're from the uh, repair company, we've got to take this, this Sony away because it's got some faulty fucking whatever. And the geezer behind went, yeah, all right, lads, carry on, no worries. And just fucking walked out with it. <laughs> he got a fucking four grand telephone. <laughs> just yeah. walked out with it. No one, no one seems to care, mate. No. There was one dude in the gang. He was called Basil. Now, he came uh, on the scene carrying a black bing bag over his shoulder to cover his face. And it seems he may have also been in a disguise. He wore a blue cap and he had a dusk mask on like to cover, well, if you're drilling. But yeah, it was yeah, yeah. probably more for a disguise. He had ear defenders, and I think he had ginger hair, but it's possible that he was wearing a wig. He entered the communal building and went straight to the back door and opened the fire escape, letting the other members in. And despite Basil being repeatedly seen on CCTV, he has never been found. Okay, so and he's he, the one person he's, he's he, no one's ratting on, and, and yeah, he's escaped. Yeah, detectives are at loss as to who, who he is, or so they say. It has been suggested that Basil was, in fact, a former cop who still remains friends with a number of high-ranking officers who have helped him evade justice. Possible 
possibly for their own personal gain. They okay. knew that he was involved. And yeah, like, yeah. All right, we, we're going to cover you if you slip us a few gold bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another theory is that Basil was the actual real ringleader, the, the, the mastermind, the actual gang leader. Yeah. I mean, after all, he's the only guy that didn't get busted. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. It looks like Basil had inside knowledge. He was able to identify the thinnest part of the wall to drill. Mm. That's fucking... How do you yeah, find yeah, that yeah, out? Yeah, how do you know? Yeah, how do you... You can't just fill the wall and go, oh, that's the finished part there. You ain't banging on that. It's, you know, it's, I think it was it's probably the geezer who made the fucking vault. <laughs> Might be. He's old enough, isn't he? Yeah. He's about 900 years old. He also knew the layout of the alarm and the cameras. He also knew that the most valuable boxes in the vault were stored on the right-hand side because that's where they t- they focused all their efforts. That's odd. Yeah, yeah, that is, isn't it? It could be, lucky guess. Manager. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it could be a lucky guess, but you wouldn't have thought that you would It's a lot of detail to know, isn't it? I, I mean... The most valuable ones on the right, you think they're just kind of all scattered around. It's anyone's... As in, like, you've got deposit box number five, two and one, you've got deposit... Yeah. One might have a fucking used fucking Tampax in there, and one might have fucking <laughs> 18 million pounds worth of gold or something. Yeah, you. W- I think as a, a part of um, a security measure would not be segregate most valuable because no, you, yeah. it's easier to target if they, if you know everything. Do you, you think it'd just be random? As in like, that's what it should be. there's your number, do what you want in there, yeah. Every single member of the gang was spotted on CCTV at the rear door, every single one of them. They were even filmed at really close range. They didn't even attempt to cover their faces. They didn't care. Didn't care. No, they were just, well, they were fools. After the rear door was open, CCTV picks up the van, driving over and parking up as close as possible so they've gained access now. They did this, the van driver did this so the gang could upload all the tools they needed to break into the vault. They put the equipment into wheelie bins uh, and you can see them carrying the power tools. They look like they were struggling because they're old bastards. Yeah, yeah. And also, like people in the Diamond District at Thursday night at fucking twenty past nine, half past nine at night. If you're loading diamond cutting and chat, like you know, angle <laughs> yeah, grind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got some building work going on there. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's crazy. But um, after un- unloading the uh, the van driver uh, Collins, he parked up round the corner so he gets his van out of the way. And uh, he uh, he enters a building just just over the road to act like a lookout. And interestingly, the van has never been found. That could be easy to do, couldn't it? I suppose. Just yeah. fucking smash it up, smash it up, change things around a bit, change body parts to it, and all sorts, and just, then it's yeah. gone. Yeah. So now they're in the building. The first thing they had to do was access through the doors in the basement to the underground vault. Cause the vault's right at the bottom. Now there was a security door, like an airlock that stopped them from getting to the stairs that led to the basement. Yep. So there's like a security door before you get to the stairs, but they knew about this obviously. Uh, and they had, cause they had knowledge of the building layout and they figured a way around this door. We can't go through that without setting the alarms off, but the basement is below us. This door's the only thing in the way. And that's where the vault is. Oh, fuck it. I reckon it's Basil. Yeah. I really do. What they did is they used the building's lift shaft, which spanned the entire length of the building, yeah, as yeah. you would imagine, top to bottom. But it, it stopped just above the basement. The lift didn't go all the way down to the basement, but the shaft did. Okay. The lift didn't go down there for security reasons. Yeah. Um, now, lift or elevator, however you want to call it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know what we mean. So they sent the lift up to the top of the building or another floor, whatever. Open up the door. Yeah, using a simple like um, lift mechanics key. They just yeah. they just opened it from the outside. It is the site that the engineers use. Yeah. And that cuts off the power to the lift shaft because the door is open on a floor 
where the lift isn't. Yeah, so it's like a safety mechanism. Yeah, yeah. it's not even getting crushed. Yeah. Um, so with the system isolated, they know that the lift is not going to come down. They basically abseiled down the fucking lift shaft to the basement. These old dudes did. Mm. And they took all the tools with them. I'm like, really? You're fucking 70 years old. Yeah, fuck it. Go, yeah, going for James it. Bond or something. So when they're at the bottom... Dum, 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 dum. It dum, is, isn't it? Dum, dum, it's dum, brilliant. Dum, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Fucking old bastards, man. They should be going fishing on the canal yeah. or getting a part-time job That's somewhere. It, they're descending lift shafts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> With drills. <laughs> so when they got to the bottom, all they had to do then was um, open the bottom lip lift shaft door, the one that's in the basement, and that was done by like a, a simple like rocker type lock you could do it with your hand you just open it from the inside you open the lift doors and then on the other side of the lift doors there was a roller shutter because the lift doesn't come down there but in case it did and you opened it you would be straight out into the vault corridor so there was a roller shutter door so what to do is just prize that fucker up and that's what they did Um, and then there was another door which was um, lying in between them and the vault corridor itself. So they're now in the basement. They've got one more door to go through because they busted through that yeah, roller yeah. shutter. And it was like a barreled, like old school prison type gate. And they just cut through yeah, them just, bars yeah, and just exactly. went through. So now they're at the external wall of the vault and, and nothing, because no no problems at all. No Completely alarms, no nothing. nothing yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was a reinforced concrete wall that was between them and all of the shit they wanted to, to nick. Um, I think it was half a metre of, of concrete. Fuck. It's a lot, but when you got the right gear, you get through yeah, that. Jackhammer Yeah. So they used an industrial, I think it was a, a Hilti actually, like a diamond cutter. Cut, yeah. yeah. And uh, like a corset and, and they basically just bored their way through the uh, the wall vault. <laughs> so uh, half a metre of it. And they're big heavy drills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are big heavy drills and they have to be bolted to the wall or they're like on a trolley. Yeah, yeah otherwise, uh, yeah, they would it just fuck it up completely, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. You, you can't you can't carry it. Yeah, you can't hold big, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just too much, mate. Um, and I think, actually, it, it's probably one of the easiest parts, drilling the wall. I imagine so, yeah. I think it wouldn't... If, if they're not really doing anything, as in it's all attached to the wall and the... Yeah? Yeah. They'd probably sit around and have a cup of tea. Yeah. It, if, you think, if you think it's, like, hard work drilling through it... Yeah, I mean, it's... If this is the right equipment. You you could do it because I've drilled Corbett holes at work. I do it all the time. You could go. You could do it without breaking a sweat. Yeah. Because this isn't something that you push. It's on like a, a um. You twist a, a basically a winder that pushes the drill bit in. So yeah. You could do it with your fucking finger. Yeah. Just ru- do that. It's n- it's not hard to do. It just takes time. Um. So uh, anyway, yeah, they use that. So it took them about I think about three hours to actually get through. Um. But when they actually did, they cut the power to the vault as a sort of a um. A fail safe, I believe, okay, in case yeah. something goes off in there. Yeah. Now, when they did that, it caused an error within the system and it sent a message to the police and the security services who actually turned up to investigate it because they cut the power and they're like, it sends an alarm off because yeah. it's so fucking high, high profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, so, yeah, it's like you get them on house alarms when people snip, if the burglars snip an alarm to stop the alarm going off, it goes off yeah, automatically yeah. anyway, yeah. So they actually turned up but didn't see anything. The security guys were just looking around the building because there was nothing, no broken windows and everything looked secure. Yeah, they just thought, oh, it's just, it is just a general error, they yeah. thought. But that was the security. The police didn't even attend. <laughs> it didn't surprise me. They said that there didn't seem to be any reason to. Now, hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the, this is what makes me think it might be, somebody might have known something. In You've the got an alarm yeah, yeah. going off where you know it's a a I don't know diamond gold deposit yeah, huge yeah. amounts of cash yeah. an alarm is definitely going off and you didn't think there was any reason to attend no 
Had they not heard about how people could be, could be that someone knew that it was going to happen and they didn't know an error code was going to come up, but they knew they were there. And then obviously it popped up and they went, we've got this. And they went, uh, um, you know what I mean? Just yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. It sounds fishy to me, mate. They, they, they were so close to being rumbled. I mean, security were there looking for the fucking windows. And they still didn't see them. They just carried on with the plan. Uh, perhaps they knew they were safe. You know, was the security guard in on it? Maybe. Maybe he'd got a job there and they sent him out and he was like, my job is to not do Basically anything. Basically disable the alarm after if it goes off. But I don't think they were that clever no. by the sound of it, these people. Yeah, it seems... As in, like, they, they weren't very technical. They were no. clever, but they weren't technical. That's it, yeah. They, they knew how to not get technology, in. technology, no. Didn't know, they didn't know the technology. So after they busted through the wall and it was some fucking big old holes that they, they uh, drilled, there was allegedly a steel cabinet on the other side of the wall in front of where they drilled the hole. So they had to go out and get a hydraulic ramps. They went to the tool shop, <laughs> came back, and then they had the complete... Nobody was... They were unstopped. Nobody yeah, was yeah. checking them at all. Um, so once they got into the into the vault itself, they opened as, as many safety deposit boxes as possible, and they left the premises at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning. Now, what's nuts about this is four days passed before anybody knew the place yeah. had been done over. We're talking hundreds of millions of pounds yeah, of precious stones. Gone. And because the gang were watching the building and there was also no TV news coverage because they knew that there would have been, they actually returned later on Saturday night and, steal and stole more stuff. Oh, right, okay. Because they knew that yeah, there was nothing, no... Yeah, nothing was propping up saying, oh my God, that someone's nicked 40 million quid's worth of stuff or something by that point. Fuck it, let's go back in. Yeah. And they stayed there again overnight and left at 6.30 on Sunday morning. So a full 48 hours after the gang had finished and left the building, the police are called uh, following a report of a burglary. And as they said, they said they found a, cha- a chaotic scene on the insides. No shit, but it happened days ago. Yeah. What are you all doing? They're gone. The floor was covered with like smashed up safety deposit boxes, power tools. <laughs> no, they didn't care. Yeah. It was just carnage, sledgehammers. So they, they broke in on the 2nd of April, robbed 200 million quid, and no one found out until the 7th of April. Fuck. And that's where people put their shit to keep it safe. Yeah, it's gone. That's an inside job, mate. Um, it's got to be. I reckon somebody knew. The investigations also revealed that only 73 of the 999 safety deposit box contained inside the vault were opened. They left. So, loads. They left loads then, yeah. I can't see it taking that long to open 73 deposit boxes. No. You're going to go in with the right gear. Uh, they should have just got some younger geezers in. They would have been done in half the time. Yeah, yeah. Just send in some pikeys. Yeah. You're probably going to put a tenner <laughs> yeah. and a new caravan wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Chucking a dirt bike and you <laughs> yeah, got yourself yeah, a deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, anyway, they, they only targeted, it seems that they only targeted the boxes with the most valuable diamonds and jewels in. So yeah, because you're saying they knew. Basel, well, we don't know, but it sounds like Basil to me. I reckon yeah. he fucking knew. There may have been targeting specific boxes. One dealer, for instance, took out um, a stone. He, re- he, he withdrew a stone from the deposit that was worth 300,000 pounds, one diamond, 300 grand. He did that a couple of days before the robbery. Really? Mm. I want to ask you some questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What's going on here, yeah. The owner of Hatton Garden is also, he's a bit sketchy when it comes to contacting the victims of the theft because you've got companies and you've got members of the public who have have been done. I would have thought that you would be be doing everything you could to speak to them. Yeah. But he just went AWOL, apparently, after speaking to the police. He just disappeared. That's weird, isn't it? It's strange. Strange, that. And a lot of people who have had shit nicked won't speak on camera without their identity being hidden. Do you think that's just privacy? Because you don't want to go, yeah, I had a 300 grand yeah, rock yeah, nicked. Maybe, yeah. Probably probably most likely. I, just, I wouldn't be surprised if, if one of the customers 
who deposited stuff new. Hmm. Possible. As in, like, was, was in, in with it, because they would have gone, they would have known what was, not known what's gone in, but would have known it's a high-value place. And thought maybe we could pinch it. Yeah. And I pinch my own stuff and still get, hopefully, insured money back off it as well. Well, to me, the, Double whammy. the finger goes to the to the owner <coughs> might be wrong but if you wanted to arrange something if you look if you're the owner of Hatton Garden and I went up to you and said any chance on Saturday night I could go into that vault if you're the owner you could go yeah I can open that yeah, yeah. I can get you in there if you want to yeah yeah and also as the owner you could go don't worry I, I'll um, I won't raise the alarm I'll ignore shit I mean I don't know but it makes sense and it makes it easier if the top guy know that knew that this was going to happen yeah Mm. I don't know, man. He's gone AWOL. Mm. There were no fingerprints yeah. found, but that didn't matter either because the police didn't need them because yeah. these were a bumbling bunch of buffoons. Like yeah. we said, they used their own car and credit cards to buy the tools. They traced the tools to the place where they were bought and you, know, you can figure the rest out. They yeah. just looked on the CCTV of the shop and went, well, Geezer bought that at two o'clock. Let's have a look. Oh, there he is, there that he old is. bastard. Yeah, that, yeah. Let's have a look at Hatton Garden. Oh, there yeah, he is there. there. Yeah, he was there with the fucking tool. What credit card did he use? Yeah. Oh, it was Mr. Perkins. Well, we fucking got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, simple as, yeah. You know what I mean? The car was spotted in Hatton Garden on CCTV, scoping the place out. And because the police knew it was them, they didn't rush. They took their time to get as much evidence as possible because they were yeah. completely under surveillance at this point. They were, the car was bugged because they knew where it was mm. and they were recording the conversation. So these dudes thought they were clever, but they were just getting pugmunked everywhere they could. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, they even used their own mobile phones to communicate with each other. They didn't use burner phones. Yeah, yeah. They didn't so chuck them so away. you got every, all the phone calls on it. Come on, yeah. boys. If you'd not done that, if you hadn't slipped up in these areas, you might have got away with this. Yeah. You might have done it. You know what I mean? It was a massive mistake, that was. Obviously, all that is traceable. Uh, they Even also with their faces on camera, they still might have got away with it. They could have done, yeah. They mm. could have done. If you don't know who they are, you don't. You might know who's... Well, to be fair, they were criminals. Yeah, they have been done before. They probably recognised their yeah, face. Yeah, that's Larry. Big Lip Larry. Yeah, he, he was in here for a robbery 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, that must be him. Yep, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Does look a lot like him. Let's yeah. just go and have a word with yeah. him then. And he's fucking flying his private jet to Spain. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I wonder. They even openly boasted... Diamond encrusted... Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't look in the hole. It's full yeah, of diamonds, yeah. man. But they were even boasting about how they pulled the rob- robbery off in pubs whilst being monitored and filmed by undercover surveillance officers. I mean, it was... Yeah, it's cowboy. You can see them sitting there chatting, like me and you are chatting, about how they did it. Shut up. In the pub as well. Yeah, don't talk about it. there's lots of people around, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, They were experienced, but just lacked the sort of the knowledge about how the world actually works in this day and age. Yeah, yeah. They just stumbled into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, They even kept all their clothes that they used in the robbery. So it's covered in concrete fucking dust. You know what I mean? Water from the wetting system on the drill. It's like, you've just nicked 200 million quid. Why are you keeping the clothes that you used that night? Have you not heard about forensics? Get rid of them. But they didn't. I mean, the, the, the stash was hidden in various places, including cemeteries and under gravestones, because they, they knew that they couldn't put it all under the mattress, because yeah. there's a hell of a lot of it. Um, one of the dudes, Terry Perkins, I think, after his arrest, he led the police to where, his, um, he, where he hid his loot. And when he was pressed, if there was any more hidden anywhere, he was like, nah, this is it. And they were like, we've already taken it from that gravestone down there, you dopey fuck. We've been yeah, listening yeah. to you. Stop yeah. fucking lying. You're done. It's yeah. over. And they all got arrested within six weeks after a pretty easy surveillance yeah. operation. Except for Basil. 
Basil's still out there. Oh, Basil Spending Fogley. it in Barbados, probably. Well, they actually put a 20 grand reward on his head. And I was like, is that it? Yeah. You're for, not that, for, someone's yeah. not bothered about catching you? No. For something which is 200 odd million or whatever it was. Yeah. Someone no. doesn't not really, they're not ca- they don't care. not even 1% of it. They're not, they you know don't I mean? care that you're out there. You would be, if it was 200 grand, then. Yeah, someone would dub him in. Yeah. Someone would know who he is because someone will go, hang on a sec, Terry. Oh, yeah. You know, what's going on? Why are you suddenly, you know. So we've got a gang member who has got only got 20 grand on his head and there's still millions of assets out there unaccounted. Why, why is, how is that, why are we not trying to get, why are we not trying harder? Do you I mean, reckon, do you reckon he, whoever he is, do you reckon he lives in worry? I don't think so. Not, no, yeah, I think that he just walked in and went, I'll open the back door, yeah. lads, drill the hole through there because that's the thin bit, all the expensive vaults are on the right. And I'll see you in Barbados. Yeah, yeah. And he just fucked off. Yeah. Well, no one's got him. Everyone else has been done. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but on I'm the surprised. I'm surprised one of the people in prison haven't done done him in because if some sort of big wig, I reckon. They he, they must know that maybe he has done stuff. So maybe they're gone. If we all get caught, um, or some of some of us get caught, you know, some of his money's got to go here and there. Maybe they know it's there still. I don't know. Yeah. So they're not dobbing him in unless if they went. You haven't got anything off um, fucking Terry, yeah, whatever his name was. What Basil. was his name? Basil. And they go, no, go right. It's uh, it's James. <laughs> you know, when you dub him in, then wouldn't you? They know more. They have more information than the police do. Probably, yeah. So therefore, if if information is power, they're more powerful than the police in regards to cracking this. And they just as long as they keep them out of fucking shut, mm, then all will be good for some people. But on the ninth um, of March, 2016, three members of the gang, John Collins, Daniel Jones, and Terry Perkins were found guilty of conspiracy to commit burglary and were each given a seven-year prison term. And that's it, seven years? Seven 200 million? Seven years? Seven years? You get but more You get more for fucking... Armed robbery for a post office for like 50 quid. People have got less for murder. Yeah. It's crazy, it's crazy. Uh, Carl Wood, William Lincoln were found guilty of the same offence and also one count of conspiracy to conceal, convert or transfer criminal property. So they're like handlers. They were like mm. moving yeah, the yeah. shit about a bit more. Uh, Lincoln was also given a seven year sentence and Wood was jailed for six years. So these guys ain't going down for... No, no. You know what I mean? Hugh Doyle, he was found guilty of concealing, converting or transferring criminal property. Well, which one is it? You've yeah. convicted him. There's like three. It's yeah, this, it's this, or yeah. that. We've got yeah. you for one we'll of just, them. Yeah, we'll just say it's one of them. We don't know which one, so we'll just put them all down. He was jailed for 21 months and That's suspended it. for two years. What? So he's out. He's out now. And, so and he was jailed for 21 months, but he had to suspended for two years. Yeah. And the loot's still out there. What? Are we deliberately letting I think it, some of these guys might get be. this? It might be a case of like let him out and see if he leads you to um fucking yes. what's his faces. Yeah, there could be. Yeah, that's a good point, man. I might let him out, give him a lenient sentence, and go. Yeah, you've got to waive it. And secretly, when he comes out, they're going to keep him under surveillance and try and find that. Um, what is it? Basil. Basil. Yeah. Basil. Yeah. The fault. See if the they follow name. Basil. See if they leads him to Basil. Yeah, maybe. it's a good point. Maybe. Let him out, and if he takes us, if he leads us where we need to go, then we'll fucking slam him back in <laughs> once yeah, we've yeah. got him. Exactly. Yeah, because you could say, well, you've gone to get your money, and it's not your money. Yeah, it's ours. Give it yeah, back. So you going back in prison, and so is fucking. Basil. The the ringleader, Brian Reader, well, the suspected ringleader, I think it's Basil, actually. Yeah, I'd but, say so. 
Basil, um, uh, Brian Reader, he was sentenced to six years and three months, and he went down on the uh, 21st of March in 2016. In 2018, this year, January, John Collins, Daniel Jones, and Terry Ber- Perkins, and Brian Reader during a, were heard during a confiscation ruling at uh, Woolwich Court. They were told that they've got to pay a total of £27.5 million each or face another seven years in jail. I think because they didn't seven get, years, weren't they? Because they didn't get the gear back. They went, fuck it, seven years? Yeah. I'd I think do seven I years. Yeah, I think they'll just go, yeah, fuck it, we just might as well, fuck it. Yeah, you do seven years and come out with hundreds of mi- well, you know. Okay. That's if they come out because they might die. Cause no, they ain't coming age, out. Mate, all, some matter, of these dudes, mate, have got fucking yeah. hip replacements. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't really matter to them, does it? They just think, well, fuck it. It's really not for us. You know what I mean? That's probably what it's about. So uh, Terry Perkins died. I think, did we mention that earlier? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah he died 5th February. Yeah. So Last uh, week, wasn't it, or something, yeah. The loot is still out there and somebody has it. Uh, I don't think, do you think they were dumb? Do you think these guys were not that dumb? Because they obviously had expertise in some... Do you think they were reckless for a reason? Or do you think they were just reckless? I reckon they, they just didn't know technology. I reckon um, Basil might have recognised that. Knew they were old school. And thought, I reckon he's the ringleader. And I bet he's gone, Terry, I want you to be the ringleader of this. You know, but I'll just have a cut sort of thing. I'll just look after it. Knowing for a while that they're not very technical and they're not bothered when they turned up with no masks on probably thought fucking brilliant because they're, they're all going to get done uh, as if you know if no one got it done you know the search is going to be on for ages if six five out of six of them get done there's a chance that they won't bother pursuing anymore after a bit they might do it for a couple of years and go oh, well, we don't know who he is fuck it so he probably was laughing them he's probably going wicked because yeah. they're going to get caught and you also got to think about the sentence because a lot of the dudes have been in prison for like one guy was in there for twenty two years. Mm. The punishment is not scary enough to put you off from committing these crimes. No. Because if you did it once, thought you could get away with it and got put in prison, and it was hell. You'd yeah. be like, I am gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be a saint. If someone went, you could go to prison for seven years, maybe another seven years if you don't if you get caught right. Um, so fourteen years. Um, but if you don't get caught, you got all that money for two hundred million. 14 years, would you do it? Well, that's what I was thinking. I thought, okay, say say you do, and you do, say you do 14 years, you ain't, they're not going to just release you and go, okay, off you go, yeah, yeah. you're going to be tangled yeah, with the watched, law yeah. for the rest of yeah. your life unless you can figure out a way of getting identifiable, priceless, well, priceless, but incredibly expensive diamonds and gold. The gold, you can melt down, but you can't do that to diamonds. I don't know how you could, no, it's, it's you need contacts in the criminal underworld to get that sort of shit yeah. done. Otherwise, they're going to be on you. They're going to be on. You. They're going to be on you anyway. As soon as they release you, they're going to be going. They're going to have like a fucking fly in the room everywhere, aren't you, they? Watching you. You until, can't. You can't even trust. You let something go. You can't even trust anybody that you make friends with. No. You make. You meet a geezer down in the pub and you have a chat with him. You don't say anything about anything you've ever done ever. You might be in Guatemala yeah, at yeah. this point, and he might just be an English dude living there with you. You don't know that he's not a copper. Yeah. If exactly. you know you've not told them anything, everybody, people know who you are. Yeah, it's it's a it's a funny one, isn't it? It's one. It's like you've got to live in silence. If you if you did do that and escaped and you had all the money, you got to live in silence and you can't really spend the money either. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you'll yeah. get caught. Then they'll go, "Hang on a sec. You said you didn't know where the money is, but yet you've turned up with a fucking a rocket to Mars or something." <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You're, you're flying on SpaceX. Yeah, 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 on? yeah. And you're ninety. I don't yeah. understand. And you've been in prison for fourteen years. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So there we go. Then uh, I don't think I've got anything else to add other than no. them dudes were legends, but also non-legends. Yeah, they they've got 
they just got stuck, didn't they? Basically, in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. And Saddam Hussein and his his mob. Well, we go cover them, didn't we? Yeah, we got, I think so. Yeah, his, his son. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to take your money. Well, okay, right you are. We'll drop a cup pound. of tea. Yeah, yeah. Do a drink, lads? Want Sandwich. Can yeah, I just yeah. some biscuits? Yeah. Come through. Come through, yeah. We're not stopping Please you. Please take my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah have a go on her. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I won't even accept payments. Yeah. <laughs> just consider that a gift for you robbing us. Yes, you know. Bye-bye. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, um, unless you've got anything else to add. No, except for just, you know, look at us on Facebook, Twitter and all look that. Look at us. And, uh... And listen to us on obviously the every station going because yeah. it's everywhere now. Not SoundCloud, yeah, except for them. Fuck yeah. them. Fuck them. Arseholes. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, yeah. Well done. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> yeah, well getting done. this far. Well done. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll see you next week then. Yeah, man. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.